I have chosen the title of tonight's episode in mocking. Mocking of myself, please don't think poorly of me. Only in mocking of myself. I sat down last week, perhaps a few days after I released episode 123, King Dread, and I asked my cards a strange question. I was thinking of my beautiful forest, sometimes green, sometimes golden, sometimes white as it is now. I imagine that in the spring it shall be pink, but I'm not sure. I can't remember a single spring here. I will let you know once winter passes by. I was thinking of it. How peaceful it is. How dangerous it is. How exciting it is. I was thinking of my beautiful forest, because I have to in order for it to exist. And I found myself longing for it, for the first time. I say for the first time because usually I can easily close my eyes and be there, and this is how and where I speak to you. But this time I could not. This time I was scared and sad and young and mortal and human and Kristen. Typing that name has always made me shudder, but I must, because I will not be dishonest. I was scared and sad and young and mortal and human and Kristen, and I asked my cards, for some reason. How can I have this? How can I have my forest? How can I change my life so that I can be there, always? I am not proud, but I am also not ashamed. Don't be afraid, for we are here now, you and I in my forest. We are here, and we are safe and comfortable and safe. In fact, as we lie on our backs and stare up at the sky, we can see the outline of those green, frosted trees as they reach up and up and up into the sky. The stars are very bright, and there has been a meteor shower quietly making its way through our skies recently so we may be lucky enough to see a shooting star or two. I shuffled my cards as I always do. I asked, and I asked. And oh, what a mistake when I begged and begged. How can I have this? How can I have my forest? How can I always be here, in my forest? And I drew... The Queen of Wands. The Queen of Wands. She. She is optimism, creativity, independence, determination, imagination, and empathy. Oh. Oh, I see. She is someone who can manifest what it is she desires through creative expression, through self-reliance, through personal power. She has an ease about her, and yet she is industrious and knows how to achieve her goals. And while she does all of this, 
she does not let pettiness or competition get in her way. She remains kind and helpful to others. In fact, as she finds her own way, she is passionate about helping others find theirs, too. Now my first thought is, she is who I need to be to have my forest. But that is not true, because that suggests that I am lacking what I need in order to have what I want, which is ludicrous. I have universes within me. So, what does this card mean for me, then? Anyway, some time ago I told you that I would let go of this notion that writer and storyteller are two different people, because they are not. They are both me, and that me is Kristen, though perhaps you'd prefer to think of me as a changing forest spirit whose eyes shine in the shadow. That is fine. Think of me however you like. I am all of it. But I needed to speak to you a little more directly, again. Sometimes I speak in metaphors. This week I speak in... in... truth. Hi. Maybe it's only because I asked my tarot cards a question as Kristen. And maybe it's because I wanted to speak with you which is silly. You may laugh at that. I know I speak to many of you at once, so how can I be speaking to you directly? I speak to all of you directly. I know what this relationship is, I do not fool myself. But I have welcomed you into this forest since episode 101, and I will continue to do so. My cards were gentle and generous with me, even though I asked a question from a place of want. For, you see, asking them how I can have my forest suggests that I already do not have it, which we both know is not true, don't we? Here it is. Isn't it beautiful? And I started writing this episode, creating it, thinking that I would have no story for you. But then I slept on it. I meditated on it for a little while, and I thought, I can still write a story. I am writing a story. Instead of needing a story, perhaps, I can just make this... make it a story. I can make this a story. I'm doing it right now. Episode 124 Queen Shadow Once upon a time, there was a forest. As the snow silently fell, I sat with my legs crossed the stars swirling overhead. King Dread, the King of Swords who I saw last week and had a strange conversation with, left. Well, he didn't really leave. He went away from my view, 
but I know that he is still here. He is still floating among the trees, his heavy crown held high, the tip of his heavy sword dragging along the ground. I know, because I can see the trail of the dragging sword in the snow. He doesn't leave footsteps as he doesn't walk, but that line, straight as an arrow, thin as a razor, gives him away. I sat and meditated for a little while, but it was no use. He had cut me to the quick, that is, after all, what he is good at, and I was certain now that I either have no idea who I am, or that I know exactly who I am. I looked down at the Queen of Wands, the card who lay in the snow before me now, and I swear to you, I could hear her. Can you hear her? Ah, she must be fearsome indeed with a voice like that. The sweeter the voice, the more ghastly the spirit, or so my imagination would have me believe. The King of Swords is terrible to behold. What does the Queen of Wands look like? The voice seems to be coming from the same direction as the trail of that spectral sword in the snow. Do you think I should follow it? Let's go. Step by step, mile by mile, I lose track of the time. I suppose that if time is something that we all lose track of so frequently, it can't actually be of any real importance, can it now? The trail is stopped by the appearance of a mirror. Large, clean, humble, with a simple decorated frame. It's the same as the one in my home under the tree. Large, clean, humble, with a simply decorated frame. Perhaps it is the same one. I think the King of Swords put it here. Strange. I don't stop to investigate my reflection because I'm afraid to, but you may stop and look at yours if you wish. Let's keep going. We follow the King of Swords' trail further, noticing it begins to arch. For the first time, he is turning. We keep going until we run into another mirror, identical to the one before. Is it the same one? I don't know. I don't look at it for too long because I know that if I see myself, I will stop and not be able to keep going. Let's keep going. We keep going. We follow the circle in the snow, the giant circle made by the ghost ahead of us who we cannot see right now. If you want to see him, you can listen to episode 123, King Dread. But this is not about him. He is just showing us the way. The trail is a long one. 
It is however long you want it to be. Time doesn't work the same way here as it does anywhere else. I think perhaps this is true of all places. But you should know that in this forest, as you listen to me, just know that you can be in control of time here. Or, like me, you can choose instead to let it go entirely. And so you cannot be angry with me that this episode is a little shorter than usual. If you want to walk for longer with me, just go back to the beginning of the music I'm about to play, the music that I wrote for you. Let me sing you a song so you can come for a walk with me for as long as you want to. Following a trail in the snow. Following the mirrors along the circular path in my very own forest. The Queen of Wands is still singing up ahead. Can you still hear her? Follow the trail. Follow the mirrors. But, most importantly, follow her voice. The trail ends, but it does not end with a mirror. It ends instead with... with nothing. The trail just ends. But if you look around with me, you'll see that all of the mirrors point inwards at us, and have created a round sort of... funhouse. Because the mirrors are placed between trees they can give a bit of an effect of disappearing entirely. It is hard to tell where the mirrors are and where the forest continues, except when you see yourself staring back at you. How do you look? What do you look like here, I wonder? I look around, 
trying not to see my own reflection. Instead, I see her. Finally, she is here with us. The Queen of Wands. My goodness, I was right. What a frightening masterpiece indeed. With a crown of bones reaching high into the sky, hair wild and twisting around those bones curling out in every other direction, too. She holds not a wand, but a huge staff in her hand. She is strong. She does not look away. She does not avert her gaze for anyone. Her eyes are entirely white, and they are sunken in dark circles. She looks cartoonishly tired to me, perhaps as though she had never slept a wink in her life and must keep her eyes pried open at all times. The smile on her lips makes me think the lack of sleep has made her ecstatic and joyful, mistakenly. She wears gold, long gold flowing robes. She smiles at I know not what. No. She smiles at me. She points her finger at what I think might be me. I point at myself, questioning. She smiles and nods, affirming. I turn my head to the side, choosing another mirror to look into. I see her over there, instead. How did she get there so quickly? Surely she must be a swift spirit indeed if she can move as fast as my gaze can. Faster, even. Over there, she waves at me. I wave back. She throws her head back in laughter. I turn around completely, finding another mirror in my gaze, trying to outrun her, but she is already there watching me. She holds her staff in front of her with both hands. At the same time, my hands move in front of me, and I see a staff of my own. I look down. My robes are gold. I seem to have a, a crown on my head made of... Oh. <laughs> oh. I see. I see. <laughs> I was wrong before to ask my cards what I needed to do in order to have my forest, but my cards were gentle with me. They told me what I already ought to know. I do have it. It's already here. I just have to... Keep making it. Keep going. But the thing that the Queen of Wands always is sure to do is to elevate those around her. To help them along their paths if they want or need it. I want while you are here with me, for you to do something. 
take something that you think you need. Is it a feather? A feather that you can dip in ink and write something magical with? Is it the color of the frozen lake or the night sky that you can take with you and put on some kind of canvas somewhere? Is it the sound of the wind blowing through the trees, musical and innocent, that you can take and put in a song? Is it the feeling of peacefulness as you stand in the center of a forest clearing at night? The snow falling, but not obscuring the clarity and the beauty of the stars overhead? Take something from my forest. There. You have what you needed. You already have it. Now, go share it with someone else. It's impossible to lose it, you see. I'm having trouble getting out of the present. The present being this forest here with you. I'm having trouble. I started off in the past tense thinking that you would prefer it for a change of pace. But I was slowly yet violently yanked back to the present. In this place, there is so much possibility and so much wonder. I'm afraid that if I sink back into the past, I will start comparing myself to it. And I'm afraid that if I leap into the future, I will wonder why I haven't gone farther or achieved more. But here, now, right now, I am exactly where I am. And I need nothing. I have everything, now, in this forest of right now. How fortunate that I don't ever have to leave it. Find me here again next time. I think next time I will go back to my little tree cottage and stay warm. It is beautiful here, but it is very cold, being exposed like this. Next time I will shuffle my cards and I will pick a card and I will try to tell you a story about someone other than myself and yourself and my cards. I will not make any promises, though. The fun thing about the present is that it is unpredictable. So we'll just have to check in next time. Thank you for being here with me. Thank you. Good night, my friends. Hello friends, welcome to my forest for episode 124 of On a Dark Cold Night. This is Kristen Zaza, writer, host, performer, composer, producer, etc. behind the podcast. I hope that as we sail through December and get into the thick of winter, that you're taking care to get lots of rest and nourish your body and soul. 
That's what December is about, I think. At any rate, it's what my December is going to be about. I'm going to take a quick moment here to chat with you about a great product called NordVPN. If you don't know, which I didn't before a few weeks ago, actually, a VPN is a virtual private network, which NordVPN describes on their site as a service that protects your internet connection and privacy online. If you want to check out this product, now is the time as you can now get 68% off NordVPN. It's only $3.71 a month, plus an additional four months free at nordvpn.com goodnight. Or you can just go to checkout and use my coupon code by entering goodnight in the description box. Again, that's nordvpn.com goodnight, or offer code goodnight. Thanks so much, friends. At this time of year, I'm especially grateful for all of my patrons on Patreon who support the show by pledging a monthly amount. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much for your support. All patrons of the show receive access to my ever-growing soundtrack. If this is something you'd like to check out, head on over to patreon.com slash darkcoldnight. Now is actually a great time to do so, because for the holidays, I'll be releasing a sort of bonus episode. I'm working on um, a traditional English Christmas ghost story that I'm reading and will be sharing exclusively with patrons of either On a Dark Cold Night or of the Sonar Network. So keep an eye out, Patreon friends. This is part of Sonar's holiday event, 12 Days of Sonar, where every day there's new content on YouTube from one of your favorite Sonar shows, as well as that Patreon-exclusive content I mentioned. As for the YouTube part, I'm really excited to be collaborating on a story challenge with Scott Thrower from Fairy Tales for Unwanted Children, another awesome fiction podcast on the Sonar Network. So stay tuned for that, both the Patreon-only story and the YouTube video collab. Anyway, back to how you can support the show. As always, if you'd like to donate one time instead of monthly on Patreon, and uh, you don't want to receive the patron soundtrack perk, you can instead buy one or more metaphorical coffees at ko-fi.com slash darkcoldnight. And I have t-shirts and hoodies for On a Dark Cold Night available at bonfire.com slash on-a-dark-cold-night. Another great way to support the show is to leave a rating and review on iTunes, Stitcher, my Facebook page, or anywhere else you like. I'd really appreciate it. And you can also follow me and the show via social media. I'm on Twitter at A Dark Cold Night, Instagram at Dark Cold Night Podcast, and on my Facebook or YouTube pages just called On A Dark Cold Night. Thank you for spending time today, tonight, or whenever with me, my friends. I do appreciate it and I appreciate you. Please feel free to visit my voice and the forest anytime you like. Be well. Till next time. This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network. Sonar.